We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, and we just got it from Woj. Yeah, officially. Yep. So Paolo Banchero is the first pick in the NBA. Wow. Yes. Can we just take a second to, react? to marvel yeah, at react. the fact that like Magic played that beautifully. Like we've been hearing Jabari Smith, Chet, Jabari, Chet, Paolo. I, I'm going to I'm going to need an oral history from someone or just a, a write up on the last several days and it specifically as involved with the betting markets and whether anybody like profited r- ridiculously from this, this happening, uh, I would read that piece. With the idea that like Woj is the way the tweets are is like, he has emerged as a favorite. Like or, if Orlando actually took until three seconds before the draft to make this decision, that is problematic. Like yeah. you've been sitting with these three guys for a very long time. I don't think what was telling the truth that like, or that it's that, that he's reflecting the reality well, here that they were, they've been pushing and they've been, they've been arguing for three straight weeks and they just came to a decision three seconds before the draft. That's insane. So, oh, shit. Okay. Haynes got this. Good job, Chris Haynes. Uh, mm. So, uh, wow. Ari Smith going two to the thunder. Whoa. You know what okay. this is, John? This is draft day. That movie I love. <laughs> yeah, Bo, Bo I was, is dropping everybody. I was, yeah. You know, it's funny. I was watching that scene before this to hype mm-hmm. me up. Vontae so, Mack, no matter, no matter what. what. John, uh, Jaden Ivy, no matter what. <laughs> I just, I do want to read the Fisher tweet from six minutes ago. The se- the sense among Palabanchero's camp after calls with Orlando personnel on Wednesday was generally split. So this is yesterday. Sources said on if the Magic were serious or just conducting due diligence. It, it uh, Ben, it, it seems as if they really did not know until today. Doesn't, doesn't that strike you as as odd and like sort yes. of concerning? 
it's if I was a if uh <laughs> if I was wait a, oh we have conflicting oh, information what is Haynes going what is <laughs> check <Would> going to <laughs> but Haynes says it's Jabari hold on I have to make sure my door is shut so I don't wake up the rest of the apartment I'll be right back so but they need who, to see history John those who are listening and not watching along with us uh so Chris Haynes tweeted out a couple seconds ago or a minute ago that Jabari Smith would be the two pick. It's OKC. And now Woj has just tweeted out uh, that uh, Chad Holgram will be the number two pick. You know what we should do? You know what they should all do is they should just wait until the guy gets up and announces the pick. Yes, that's how it used this to be. This is yeah. insane. <laughs> It'd be great if we could do that. But <laughs> wait, hold anymore. on. This has never happened before, at least as far as I... I need, no Shams, I need Shams to tweet out that Ivy's the pick at two. This is the most unnecessary <laughs> middleman in the history of the world. Yeah, we have someone tweeting ten seconds before the guy actually gets up and says who the pick is, and they are conflicting reports. That's yes, crazy. but now we have no idea who the pick is, and it adds more drama. I I wonder. We didn't know before. I, know. <laughs> I wonder if they will because they. I know they changed the rules a few years ago in terms of like they had to couch the language, right? Um, only only for Woj. Only for Woj. Yeah, also, Haynes, do Haynes deleted the tweet. So, oh, oh. all right. So it's Chet. Yeah. That's a bad beat. Uh, we yep. have a source off, and Woj won. I didn't realize there was a silent L in Haynes. Crazy, huh? Chris. Because he took that. Oh, yeah. oh, thank you, thank you. Well done, it Jeremy. Took, sorry, I'm, you know I'm a little slow on the. I, I it took me a second too. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, speaking of L, Sam L in the super chat. Thanks for an off season full of content, KFS. You guys rock. I'll be pumped thank for you. whoever they add to the team. I want Ivy or a trade for future value. So you don't want anything at eleven. Val- value with a capital V, hopefully, not yes. not a little V. Um, from. Okay, so Sean's, uh, Sean's. Sean's. Okay. Sean's right. has just tweeted that Chet Holmgren will be too. That's enough of a confirmation that Chet has gone through to OKC. Good job, Chris Haynes. Thanks there for you that. There you go. You enhanced our experience. Thank you. It was Chris fun. It was I, fun. Listen, there's a good you got a reaction minute and a half where I didn't know what was going to happen. So. The, Haynes, the Haynes family is having a rough go recently. Yes. Oh, wow. That is a deep cut, Benji. Well done. Thank you. Um, Jason M, if the Knicks trade back, will it be with the Rockets? So not. <laughs> the, what? I hope not. So the Rockets, um, what do they have? They have 17 and they have uh, what's the pick 26. in the 20s they just got? 26. I mean, so here's the thing about the Rockets that's interesting, at least. The Rockets own a lot of um Basically, they have the control, full control over Brooklyn's drafts from, I think it's two, it's two swaps and two just completely unprotected first. 24, 25, 26, and 27, I believe. I actually would argue that those firsts that they own are too valuable at this point to trade to, like with 17 to move up to 11. Am I crazy in saying that? No, they're worth a lot. If I, I think, if I was the Knicks, I could get a, like a 2025 or 2027 Brooklyn first. And all I had to move, do is move down six spots. Oh, you man. Just need to, you need to really know where the Nets are going if you're the Knicks before you make that trade. But the thing is, the Rockets probably know where the Nets are going before they make that trade. And then it's kind of a wash. So, you know, the trade is constructed 17 and 26 for 11. Bad value. Don't like it at all. Would rather take the Grizzlies offer. And I don't like the Grizzlies offer either. Um, 
it would have to be a, it would have to be 17 in a future first that would be exactly in line with 10 for 16 and the future Miami pick um, which was the Mikhail Bridges trade that's the only time I would be comfortable making this move okay yeah, and again, uh, just one last thing: that Miami pick, as we, as John and I, we talked about, that was a value at the time. So it, this, the Brooklyn pick would basically be the Miami pick now. Yeah. That's the only time I could probably talk myself into doing that type of move. But, I should add one programming note, by the way. Um, this live stream is not just on YouTube tonight. Thank you to everybody joining us on Facebook, and as well on Twitter. We are on Facebook Live, Twitter Live, and YouTube live tonight um so wherever you're watching us from thank you for joining us um next super chat which is only a youtube thing uh from juan cruz this is directed right at john this is from earlier okay. uh, why do you hate aj griffin john <laughs> um it's actually funny because i think i am a little bit lower on aj griffin than consensus just because i don't um I think we're maybe putting a little bit too much stock in the fact that he's 18 and maybe not enough stock in the fact that he has missed portions of that. Literally every season he's, he's been playing basketball for the last five years and like with not, not the sorts of injuries that you ideally want. And then like, I don't know, is he going to like, I just, I don't know if I trust his ability to, cause he he's, he is, was so like, it's one thing to take a guy who has like not great technique or maybe like you can improve his body and sure he could, he could stand to lose a few pounds and, and maybe make him a little himself a little bit more mobile. I just have real questions about what else he could do besides shoot at an elite or even above average NBA level. Um, all that said, the, the, the medical thing is something that, well, well, listen, I'll, I'll tell you, Let's see how. Let's see where he goes tonight. I could be very wrong, very soon. You just um, hate Duke wings, all of them. Yes, you hate wings that go into Duke, John. Exactly. <laughs> Why do you hate Duke wings? Why, Why do you, you hate, hate Duke wings? Stuff. You hate reddish. You hate Barrett. You hate Griffin. <laughs> well, so mm. reddish, I don't think is going to be a Nick by opening night. Tim for choice. Yeah. There's just. They tried to trade him at the deadline and his name came up again this week in terms of people the Knicks were making available. And again, I'm not saying they're tossing him around willy-nilly. I'm thinking of the old Seinfeld episode with the... Uh, anybody else? The car rental reservations? Just me there? No? Okay. That's I got it. Sorry. I, I, you got sorry. Jeremy's got you. You know how to make the reservation. You don't know how to hold, yeah, hold the reservation. The reservation. Um, I don't think they're throwing around Cam, Cam Reddish like he's a, he's a reservation at that car rental place. Um, but I, I don't think they view him anywhere near the same way they view like quickly or, or top in or even, or even Grimes. Welcome to the, I think Cam Reddish is not long for this world on the Knicks Island. John, I've been here for quite some time. Uh, just doesn't, I just think it was an asset play better than the Hornets pick. It's, it's red paperclip, baby. That's Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish paperclip. Boom. Jamari Smith is uh is next. There's a, okay. there's an interesting parallel with Reddish and Griffin in terms of the underutilized because he's on a really good team and with really high usage players and really young and how do you project that forward? 
like like reddish literally stood around the perimeter around zion and rj and just yeah. shot threes and he wasn't even that great a shooter and the question one was one job his one right. job in college and the question was like well he's got a great body he's big he's long like what, what is what is this player and then he went to atlanta where he couldn't really spread his wings much there either and now he's kind of stuck in a strange spot and i still don't think we really know <laughs> yeah no <laughs> 4 years not. in 3 years in um and and Chris is um it's an interesting parallel there because yes, I agree, John. He didn't show a ton. He's a better shooter than Reddish right now. Um, oh, he's a better shooter than like yeah, probably anybody on the Knicks right now. Well, other than maybe Fournier. Um, yeah, but how much of the lack of uh, rib attempts? How much of like lack of creation skills? Like how much is that a mixture of youth and just not having the opportunities? And how much is it? That's just who he is. And that's a hard question to answer. That's what, I mean, that's uh, something the Knicks are obviously looking at and thinking about. Yeah, it, it's a small thing, but I or it's a simple thing, and it should be very obvious. But I don't do this for a living, and I miss stuff like this um, because I when I had Was on, I made the comparison, not in terms of play style, but in terms of like how they're going to get their buckets. It's going to be more through you know like sheer force of will than a high skill level. And he pointed out that like yeah, except RJ always got downhill. And it yeah. does not get downhill at all. So it's, RJ, it's RJ's best skill. Yeah. Ex- thank you. Yes, obviously. That's good. Thanks for pointing that out because it's, it's a good one. And, um, and I don't know. Um, I don't know that AJ has that. A couple more super chats and then we're caught up from cool. Mr. 53 wins himself. Robert Cross. This, Robert. this is for cutlets. Uh, cream is impressive. Congrats. Robert, you're so mean. God, <laughs> congrats right for paying attention in math class. Uh, Nick's front office for you are Nick's front office for you, or uh, I think you have a typo here, Robert. Nick's front office for you are you'll be labeled a traitor. I think, or I'll be later. Okay, later. or so basically, if you better get a job with the Knicks or else. You know, How was that so mean? That wasn't so mean. The nah. paying attention in math class part was like, great job, nerd. Which, like, that's funny. Rule the world. Yeah, I wasn't great at math in school. So really, um, that actually shocks me. That doesn't. That, that surprises was, me a lot. The, when the did later the, stuff, like the calc, like calc AB. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't care for that. Um. Oh, Sacramento remains in active uh, trade conversations regarding the number four pick, Jake Fisher. So but, I put a um, ticker on the broadcast at the bottom of the screen. We said this on Twitter. We've said this on the pods throughout the week. Last year, we tried going without um, going without spoilers throughout the draft. If you're watching with us, you don't care about the draft. So if you would rather not be spoiled, we understand you can watch this later if you want to um, and get our reactions to when the picks showed up. I'll put in time span, timestamps, but we will be reacting to when news is reported on Twitter, which is like minutes before. That is how we are reacting live. Twitter notifications are on. We'll be spoiling the broadcast. So if you want to go watch Kendrick Perkins give his analysis on the NBA draft prospects, go right ahead. We'll be going exclusively by Chris Haynes' Twitter. So yes, only that's, Chris our, that's our source, our exclusive uh, source for tonight. But right, let's, let's get the let's, other super chats. Before I was about to say Sacramento. so. Yeah. So Sacramento, uh, Nick De Decimoni. Um, sorry if I got your name wrong. At Ben, why do you hate Adrian Wojnarowski? <laughs> I think 
And then no, Kevin actually, Dan I Chesky. do. I do. There, I do. I admit. Oh, you actually do. I concede. Because is the re- answer. And then uh, Kevin Danishevsky, John, why do you hate all that is good and wholesome? I was I was beaten as a child. Uh, that's why. Um, oh, Frank Miranda, uh, Frank from Patreon. Uh, what's up, fellas? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. <laughs> I love, it's the best bit. It is the best bit that we have going. Calling it now. Knicks move back in to get more draft capital to make a run at Kyrie. <laughs> Babe Ruth style of calling my shot. That's what. The, no, that's your what lips do. to God's ears. They're gonna hopefully get, not. No, they're going to get the Nets pick. Oh, yeah. And that's back from Houston and then traded back to Brooklyn. That's what that's the there's your 4D chess so move here right we, there. We are at the fourth pick. We, we that's all I got is we're at the fourth pick. Yeah. Now and now we wait for for news. Okay. How what, what are we feeling? Uh here's one. No. Oh, oh my, my god. Okay. Keegan warning every Okay, Murray. hold on. Uh, hold on. <laughs> We, we are said spoiling spoilers. this. We, we said this. There's a ticker. There's a ticker at the bottom. Ticker at the bottom. I All right. It. Here's here's the big question now. If ah. you are the Pistons, are you taking Jaden Ivy? Of course. Are you trading true. down? They may not want to. Here's the thing. They are limited in what they can do. They can't trade any of their first round picks. They don't have a surplus of first round picks. They may say, yeah, "Why wouldn't they just take Ivy?" If they want Duran, if they want more picks, if they feel that quantity is better than quality, Ivy. But we, but we don't know what. Okay, but I, uh, but no, even it, still, it, we just saw the Kings take Keegan Murray over Jaden. A, a thousand. Uh, that's because of the Kings, and this they fucked this up. Could we just say course, that they, they could have had, they could have had the world up. and figured out a way to still get Keegan Murray, and they okay, just Ke- they're standing pat. Keegan Murray is very good, and I bet you this came down to uh, Vivek uh, Ryan Dive getting involved here. Anyway. Benji, the theoretical version of of Jaden Ivy. Uh, Kings have no plans to trade uh, Murray. They're gonna they're gonna keep him. Uh, you think uh, that would have been a high? That would have been funny. If they <laughs> that took Murray they trade like down that. and then get but, Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> um, isn't the theoretical version of Ivy the perfect match for Ch- um, Cade? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying the yeah. fit isn't good. I'm oh, I know, I know you're not. I know you're coming at it from a different. The smart thing would I'm, be taking the best player available. How do we feel about his shooting, Ivy? I mean, I I would buy it given the flashes that we saw. Yeah. Um, both both off the dribble. I mean, the, the fact that he has any kind of off the dribble game behind on the behind the the arc. I know there's some bad misses in there. There were some really bad. Yeah, that, misses in there. I my head know that the the kind of. Uh, idealized version of Cade is I shouldn't say idealized, but I think the vision for Cade is almost just like running a Luca style offense where you surround him with shooters and let him run pick and roll after pick and roll. After oh. pick and roll. Mm. Jake Fisher. Pistons are exploring opportunities straight down from number five. Oh my God. Is this going to happen? Ivy. I'm is just this saying. Happen? <laughs> I'm just saying the Pistons might prefer quantity to quality. If they view Duran as a better player and they can still get him and get more that makes a lot of sense for them. I, I would understand it. I mm. <laughs> So this is where it's interesting of what Ian reported earlier in the week that the Knicks had had conversations. And just to be clear, my prediction that they were not going to trade up to get Ivy, I did not think the Kings were going to just pass on them. Did not think that was going to happen. That was not in my that was not in my uh, crystal ball. <clears throat> I I need to I'm going to go check on our friend uh, Brendan. 
Nunez. That's a good idea. Uh, Do you think they? (laughs) Well, here's the thing, though, because like, if you're the Pistons, you like who do you if you like if you don't get Ivy, is is Durin the guy that you want? Like, I don't love Dyson Daniels for them because they they have a jumbo guard already. They don't need not that they don't need another one, but like I wouldn't see them that other one being a fit. Um. And I haven't heard a lot about Matherin to Detroit. I mean, that sure that could work. I guess it's more Indiana for Matherin. Yeah, that's where it, that's where it seems like it's been pointing. And then there's Shaden Sharp, who I I guess I don't I, again, again. That's something I haven't really heard. Oh, man, this, this is what I do if I like again. I go back to if you can find a way to do Knicks, Pistons, Blazers. Pistons That's go from the five thing, but, to seven. But Blazers have they had those seven comments? to eleven? And you're not putting to that. To, you're not putting that together on the clock. That's something you worked out ahead of but time. We know like if yeah, we know from what Ian Begley reported that they've talked about it. Yep. Like, so well, no, it's not we, like we know they talked about it with the Pistons. Have they already who are on out, the like, clock? Three? But yeah, that, okay. But that's my point. They're, we know Purdue, that they're spin the conversations. Well, there you go. But this, but this doesn't mean they're not trading him. Again, maybe they keep him. We'll see another report. But seems they're at least taking him at five. Do we think Sacramento passed because of fit or because they think Murray's the better player? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a tweet from um, uh, John the Wasserman, KFS KFS guest, John the Wasserman. Yeah. Didn't talk to one NBA person all year that had Murray over Ivy. Kings either brilliant or reckless. Well, they. I mean, Ivy didn't even share his medical records with the Kings. Yeah, he didn't meet with them. It was very clear he wasn't going to go there. Now the question is, if you're Detroit, do you stick with Ivy or do you trade? Mm. It's now in the past. Robert Cross, right at the buzzer in the Super Chat. Uh, go get your man. Go get your man, Leon. He can we'll see if he does. He still can. Yeah. I, hmm. Oh, someone named James Edwards III beat both of them to it. Yeah, he's the Detroit Pistons he's the, uh, uh, okay. writer for the Athletic. Oh, so James he, if, Edwards the third. If Got they it. intend on keeping him, he he would know. Here's the other thought: Are the Pistons going to hold off on talks to make sure that if Duran is there, because like they may not want to trade it unless they know for sure they can get him. When we get if we if when we get a tweet saying Pistons aren't moving Ivy, then I'm convinced. It's not happening. Do I think they'll move him now? Not necessarily, but I still think the option is at least alive in the moment since we don't have information closing that door. If I, I mean, again, look, you have no idea what, what I, I well, the other thing we should mention is Ivy did, as far as I know, work out for Detroit. Um, or at the very least, like met with them or something like he, I think he's okay. Probably going to Detroit. I think he really wanted to come to the Knicks. I think he's probably okay with Detroit. This is not a, a Sacramento situation with him. I could really see Detroit passing on him. Detroit passing. Yeah, on Ivy. I just feel like the strategy is going to be Cade run 3,000 pick and rolls for the rest of your career. And where does Ivy fit into that plan? Like, that is, they took him number one in the draft that, like, they gave him the franchise. And Ivy is a usage player. Like, that's what he is. So I, I could see it. So is Aiton if they get him. He's a high usage guy. High he's usage. He's the ball in his hands. High you're going to pay him that much money. Yeah. High usage, but assisted usage. 
like he's the pick and roll partner. That, right. That's that's for Cade. Like Their two-man Ivy's, game is going to dominate. But what Ivy's, happens? To the three Ivy's guys not. Around? Ivy's not for Cade. Ivy's his own thing. Like Ivy's going to have to have some touches. And I, you know, not that it couldn't work. It could. I just don't know. Like if I'm Detroit, I might just take the best player. Um, but I also I could see a thought process of like, nope, Cade is our ball handler. That's it. And like, let's build around that. He's shown enough already. He's got to have the keys all game, every game. It's not. It's not. That's not crazy. Uh, oh man! It you know it reminds me a little bit of. It reminds me a little. Oh no, because um, DSJ was before Luca. I was going to say that that that's a kind of similar kind of like DSJ was the draft before, right? Yes, DSJ yeah. was the draft. So it's different in that sense, but like it's a similar idea where like you have where does that second ball handler and DSJ is just not good, but if he was good, like where does that second ball handler who's not a great shooter, where does he fit with Luca? And well, that, that's, that's the key is they have to be a great shooter and Cade I, I don't well first of all you don't want him standing out there on the three point line like wait you know waiting in uh, in what, what do they call that ready position um, and yeah I don't think that that profiles a, but the, you know I mean like so I guess what you're saying basically is like in a, in a perfect world you're building a team where this the best player or second best player or whatever around Ivy is a guy who is just a really good shooter and probably off the dribble guy too. Yeah. I mean, someone that can create, I'm not saying, yeah, look, it's always better to have some creation skills, but Ivy doesn't, Ivy's ideal role is never going to be an off ball player. Ever. No, nope. Nope. Um, Man, uh, they, what John? No, no finish. What you're gonna say. Just, if Ivy turns into a thing and the Pistons in back-to-back years, like if they figure it out, basically what I'm saying, like maybe he isn't, maybe he is more of a high usage guy and needs the ball, but if they find a way to work together and in back-to-back years, they got Cade and Ivy. I, I like this Pistons team is what I'm saying. Do we not know who they picked yet? No, they, I'm saying if they, if he turns into like, no, if they I know. Keep him, Yes, we do. We do know that they took him. Um, okay. So, so yeah. oh, they, they took him. Yeah. 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 That's so sure. next, are we are we going to go with Matherin to the Pacers? Is that kind of? I mean, that's been consensus that's for the six, most part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think we're kind of all wondering when who, who if anything, takes uh, takes who, who if anyone who if anything who if anyone takes Sharp uh, earlier than he's pegged to go. And like again, he's not really pegged to go anywhere. I mean, everybody just kind of has been putting him to San Antonio. I think, or maybe New Orleans. But okay, I don't see, see if they trade up. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so Damn, I picked Jaden Ivy. Stop sniffing glue. <laughs> Jeremy. It's a classic. It's not. All right. Matherin, Matherin to Indy at six per No shams. surprise. So Jaden Ivy is crying right now on my screen. I can't tell if it's because he just got drafted or <laughs> he just got drafted by the Pistons. They really wanted to go to the Knicks. <laughs> I, think I mean, look, I think that's an drafted. awesome situation. That's great. That's a, I don't know. It's a great situation to go to. I mean, if they get Aiden, like, and I'm not a big Aiden guy, but that's yeah, a real... Now you got you got a big like that who finishes like that and has that kind of touch and screen setting with two guys who project as excellent ball handler playmakers. That's good stuff. Get a couple shooters around him. Is it... Uh, is they, it got, too- they got Grant the hell out of there. Yeah. Good, good move by them. Is it too, is it too soon to uh, pour one out for um, former uh, Knicks 
Twitter love affair recipient, uh, Killian Hayes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good riddance. Killian that, Hayes. That was all there. That was oh, that was a, I remember that was <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing. Uh, at the very least, Ivy will take when Kate sits. I imagine they'll stagger. Said Ivy takes the keys in those possessions, which will be good for him. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where, the bench a lot though. Yeah. So I, that's what he I'm saying. Proved, like, he, he still wasn't great. He's bad. He, no, no, he's bad. No, he is bad. But the best of his bad came later in the year when he was coming off the bench and he was leading second units. Like, I haven't seen anything watching him that's been like, oh, there it is. Like, I I don't see it. I just don't see it. I actually went and I think for maybe like the Pistons offseason primer, I again, because I have issues. I went back and I watched like all of the games where he was the lead ball handle off the bench. It was like 15 or 20 games and like all of his assists in those games. Like he's not making like live dribble passes or anything like that after, and he's two years in and like he was supposed to be a pretty good passer and he's just, he's not doing it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, HelloFresh. 
With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need with customizable orders every week. You can add extra proteins and sides, change up the serving size when you have guests, or just double up on your favorite recipes so your box works harder for you. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences or skip a week whenever you need. Feeding the whole family has never been easier with larger box sizes for more servings and more savings. HelloFresh also offers convenient, contact-free delivery right to your doorstep for easy home cooking with the family. The recipes are easy to follow and quick to make, with steps and pictures to guide you along the way. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips, so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh is 30% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store. Plus, you skip the checkout lines. Try our quick and easy meals, which include 15 to 20 minute dinners, breakfast on the go, and 10 minute lunches in HelloFresh Market. Perfect for your busy schedule. Enjoy restaurant quality meals for less in the comfort of your own home. HelloFresh's gourmet recipes like balsamic fig sirloin are over 72% cheaper than an average restaurant meal. Look, guys, I don't have to tell you how busy I can be with all the work I do for Nick's Film School, as well as my show Final Review. My fiance is just as busy, and when that question comes up every night, what do you want for dinner, rarely do we both have answers. Well, we've actually been customers of HelloFresh for over a year, and we're thrilled when we found out about the sponsorship. Not only is the food delicious, but it's convenient to make and takes away that simple anxiety of what you're going to have for dinner that night. They send you a week's worth of meals, you cook them, you prepare them, you eat them, and then by the weekend, a new box for the following week shows up. It's that simple. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool16 and use promo code FilmSchool16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool16 and use promo code FilmSchool16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Two Super Chats to catch up on. Robert Cross, once again. GMAC, is there a reason you are not letting Chris at the adult table here? Um, Chris, I mean, we made this public (laughs) public throughout the week. Uh, Chris has real friends in real life. And um, thanks, Steph Bondi. Um, Just tweeted out, Knicks did not trade up for Jaden Ivey, who goes to the Pistons. Um, Way before... (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Breaking news. (laughs) Um, that's a frame. So, that's a frame, by the way. Pistons didn't accept Nick's offer because presumably they made. Yes. Um, which it's why, like, I'm back and forth on how much I'm blaming Leon Rose for this. But it's like it's tough to trade up from 11, six or seven spots. Regardless, to close the loop on Chris, um, he already had planned the draft party before he was even hosting draft class. So when we went to go schedule him for tonight, he was unable to join us. Um, so if He's doing a draft uh, draft class this weekend, the finale, and you'll get to find out um, his thoughts on our channel or on this feed uh, this weekend. Um, and then Dom Cappuccini, I'm thinking King's demands never became realistic. I just can't get over it. Like you guys said it, even if even if their guy was like, say Murray Keegan Murray becomes better than Jaden Ivy, like the value play, the fact that they couldn't get anything, yeah. 
Like, Jeremy, you know this is a Giants fan. Like, the Daniel Jones. Oh! Sources, the Knicks are still in pursuit of acquiring Jaden. Oh! Sources said, even after Detroit selected the combo guard per Jake Fisher... I'm telling you. Interesting. I'm telling you. Shove it, Bondi. Shove it, Bondi. Hold on. Bondi. Hey, let's let's not. Shove it, Bondi. I like Ben's energy tonight. Sure. Against the world. We could say that. Nowhere. You know what's going to be? Do it. I need it. Well, no, I I mean it in the sense that like didn't trade up as if, first of all, it was done. And second of all, as if they're not trying. Like, I think that's a silly way to frame it. Why are we acting like someone who's working for what essentially amounts to a tabloid in a lot of ways (laughs) is talking in this way? Like, this is his thing. Let's let's stop even giving him the time of day. Irrelevant. Um, we're, We're back, baby. We're back in the Ivy hunt. Okay. So this goes back to what you said. If Duran falls, then he's there at 11 and that's who the Kings right. wanted. Then that's who. All right. Now we're hoping for this, then. which is okay. okay. So here's the thing. It's seven and eight, right? The Blazers question mark. They might just take sharp. The Pelicans, they said it before. They, to me, are the perfect trade down candidate. For many reasons, they don't want to necessarily pick at eighth if they don't have to. They're guys I'm sure that they would love to take who can fall to 11. They can save money. We know that they are super frugal from an ownership perspective. One of two teams that has not paid in the tax ever. The other being the Charlotte Hornets owned by Michael Jordan. So my guess, and we'll see, is that Sharp maybe goes seven. And then... um, Hold on. We'll see at eight. Maybe the Pelicans trade down. Just, um, I'm just, I haven't thought this through. I'm literally just saying off the top of my head. They have all this money. Um, if it's not going to go, if they Who want they? Durin, the, oh, the, the Pistons, yeah. If it's not going to Aiden, who's it going to? Do we really think that they're a Brunson? I don't buy them as a Brunson team at this point. I got it. What? Why not give an, a max offer to Miles Bridges? <sighs> oh, shit. He's from Michigan. I mean, not oh. that that's the primary reason, but like if you're Charlotte mm. and you can't get off of Gordon Hayward's contract and you're uncomfortable paying, and Miles Bridges gets a max offer sheet. Are you necessarily matching it? I don't know. But Benji, what would you say in terms of a fit with Cade and Miles Bridges and DeAndre Ayton? Is that a better fit in your mind um, than having anything with Kate, with um, Ivy? Or is that just a ridiculous thought? Benji, we can't hear you. Benji, Benji you're muted. <laughs> he, we've been trying to fix his mic issues all night and it's not working. I may have to send him a new mic. We'll send him to Mike. Um, I'll I'll filibuster in the meantime. Sure. Uh, Denji, just start talking when you when you can, um, and we'll let you know when we hear you. I think the the biggest thing about Miles Bridges' game this year is he became a a pretty credible perimeter threat, right? Yep. Um I don't know his three point percentage off the top of my head, but I feel like it was it was decent, right? Well, I just I feel like in transition he could help the Pistons so much. And then it goes to the point of like, if you can give a max offer to, to bridges and bring him in and then you've got, let's say, I don't know, like 11 or whatever pick that the Knicks wind up giving the Pistons and a future first and cam because cam feels like the ultimate Troy Weaver type player. Um, And then maybe, you know, are you getting any additional salary? I don't really know, but that's that. If you're, um, like if you're getting, if you want Burks, for example, like are the Knicks uh, posing team set? Yep. Okay. Ian, oh, Begley. Ian Begley confirms the Fisher report. All right. Yep. I, and um, someone just, yeah. Okay. So uh, by the, the way, thing. it's like, can you, can you get your quality and your quantity at the same time? Have your cake and eat it too. Based on the way the Pistons are operating, it feels like they can do that. It's just a matter of 
do they want to do that? And if you're bringing in someone like Bridges, because they could still do Bridges and Aiton, although I'm a little dubious, but if they did, then you definitely, definitely don't need Jaden Ivey because then it's a lot of high usage guys. Or you, or you go for swing for the fences and take Sharp. Uh, bad job by me. Bridges uh, shot 33% from three this year. He shot 40% from the season before that. So I wasn't completely off base. Where he really exploded um, the last couple of years was from two-point range. He's he's like 60% from two. Brid- Miles Bridges inside the arc is really a weapon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, um, and, what's that? There we go. Yeah, with no, apologies no. for my, my mic issues. Um, no, you're good. No, yeah, you're I, 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 yeah, I think... From an offensive standpoint, Cade and Miles Bridges, kind of like Lamelo and Miles Bridges, is okay. So what happened? Sharp Jayden to Portland. Jaden Sharp at seven. So which all eyes on New Orleans? Just they've been linked. They've been linked to. Um, sorry, we cut you off, uh, Ben. They've, they've been linked to Daniels also. I think as mm-hmm. a as a potential fit there. So we'll see. Anyway, Ben, finish what you're saying on, on Miles. Yeah, no, it's, you know, I, I think, yeah, I, 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 even though he's not a great perimeter shooter, like, it's not the same kind of usage as Ivy where the ball's out of Cade's hand. I mean, Cade, Bridges, pick and rolls would be devastating. Cade, eight, pick and rolls would be devastating. Bridges is one of the best finishers in basketball, as you mentioned, John. So, like, offensively, that's pretty terrifying, honestly. And having a guy like Aiden behind Bridges defensively is also nice because Bridges does struggle on the defensive end. Um... Yeah, well, we haven't probably mentioned the or brought up the most important part of this conversation. Then, Andrew, if there's any other super chats we got to mm-hmm. him, is who on the Knicks roster um, would Detroit want? Because, you know, it's not just going to be the 11th pick or the 8th pick or whatever. And uh, and another first they want. They're going to want a player. Cam or Grimes. That's you have to. I mean, unless they don't want any money back in terms of like Alec Burks, if they just wanted picks and prospects, you'd have to think, okay, uh, moving up, you know, maybe the Pistons pick or excuse me, maybe the, um, the Mavs pick, maybe it's your own pick, but it's protected because it's a little, this is the other thing we talked before about 11 to six in 2019 with Cam Johnson yeah. and Dara Sharich and, um, and Jarrett Culver. Going from 11 to 6, the cost was uh, Sarge, wasn't it? It just it was just him. It was right? just Sarge. So that, to me, is a good baseline. You're saying it's a good, productive player on his rookie contract who can help you. From there, it feels like a first. It feels like uh, Grimes. And then maybe it's... <laughs> Like at that point, you've already kind of eclipsed that because you've gone one spot further. I'm not saying don't I mean, go any further than that. It's just, as we've said, 11 to four is much harder than 11 to five. But 11 to uh, six, we have limited information or not limited. We have working information on what that can yield. Honestly, like looking at their roster right now, they, it's not like they don't have like every, they have an other than obviously a lead initiator. And the nice thing about Cade and Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, um, they could like there's some flexibility in terms of what nominal position you play Cade. Um, so that's nice. What about like, Deuce? I no, 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 I'm not saying in terms of like so much value. Oh my God. I'm saying like, if he's part of the package in the sense of 
He, what are they looking for? If you're the Knicks, how many point guards do you need? If you're if you get no, IV and you still want Brunson, sure. Deuce is dying. That's not a like, that's not a needle. Uh, I'm not saying it is. I'm just why saying do I hate Deuce part of the package. That's that's not a, that's, that's not a needle needle mover. But he's talking about someone who's the 34th pick overall, right? 34th, yes. 36th, 30, 36th, 36th. Right. I'm not saying he's a needle mover. I'm just saying he's he could be part of the package that gets you there. Um, let me jump in with. The last super chat that I'm going to read actually leads into the conversation. So Robert Cross has two more. Um, Leon will get his goddamn man. Hashtag 53 wins. And then Leon gets Ivy and I sponsor my man Cutlets uh, cream for the upcoming season. Hashtag 53 wins. Thank you, Robert. Um, Thank you, Mensa Robert. Smith. Uh, long time to speak, dude. If you are Detroit and you can have Jalen Duran, uh, Quentin Grimes and two extra premium picks for Ivy, do you consider it? That's so, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. They don't have anyone on the quickly roll right now on that team. I guess the closest thing would be, uh, I, I honestly, there's no one. Um, they don't have that guy. Every, every team in the league could use a guy like Gwen Grimes, as Benji is fond of saying. It'd be nice if he was a few inches higher. By the way, Pelicans select Dyson, Dyson Daniels. Dyson Daniels. Okay. To, okay. Didn't move so down. They, Interesting. There goes the Usman Jang um, possibility there, which if the Knicks do not trade up for Ivy, hurts them because now we are looking at. Um, oh, wow. What? So I just got a piece of intel. Uh, are you allowed to share said intel? Sure. Why not? I mean, maybe it's real. Maybe it's not. Um, and it goes right to what Jeremy's been saying. If the Knicks could get Durin, the deal is done. So here's the thing. The problem is that the Spurs could very easily pick a big man, especially with Pirtle's ongoing situation, as we've talked about. So, and there's Mark, Mark Stein. Stein. Those Stein! could hinge on whether Jalen Durin is still on the board. Did and I beat I Stein with that? Yes, you did. <laughs> yep. I'm tweeting it from the KFS account. Per so here's, here's the question then. If you're the Spurs... Do you love Duran so much that you take him? Do you prefer Mark Williams? Do you want someone else? Or knowing this information, do you call up the Knicks say, hey, we want to move down to 11, but it's going to cost you. And the Knicks say, sure, we'll take it. We'll do it. Because if Duran's there at 10, unless another team jumps in, the Wizards aren't going to take him. They've got Porzingis. They've got Gafford. They've Thomas. Yeah, but it's Friday not about Jr. taking Duran to take Duran. It's know, about I, taking Duran to fuck over the Knicks. To try I'm aware. To- that was a sad sentence you just stated there. What? They've got Porzingis. They've got Gafford. <laughs> I understand, but I don't see them making that a priority as my whole point. No, you're right. Uh, you know, yeah, so here, it's not right. great. Okay. It's just that situation that they're in. I, but so, I understand where the Spurs yeah, are coming no, from no, but I, and the leverage they have. Yeah. But No, but here's the thing. How much leverage do the Wizards have because they don't have the ability to do the thing that the Knicks do have the ability to do, which is to trade an immediate first-round pick in next year's draft or in 2024 draft because the Wizards cannot trade away a first-round pick until... Is it 26 or 27 um, at the earliest? I know. Let me put it this way. I'd love to be in the room when the Wizards try to <laughs> screw over the Knicks and maybe it doesn't work. And then they, they have to explain to Bradley Beal why they didn't get him someone to help Johnny win now. And here's and what, oh, here's another thing. How much of Durin being available for the Knicks at 11 depends on whether Johnny Davis is there for the Wizards at 10. Spurs are on the clock. Yep. Oh and again, Duran canceled his workout with the Hornets because he knew he could go higher. This is the big problem. If he can go nine and then and the Spurs are emphatic, don't want to move him. 
And it seems like that's that. But if there's openness, if they pass on him, the dream lives. I, I, (laughs) we were talking about something and I I forgot what we were even talking about. Oh, Um, I was saying like that the Pistons could probably use like any of Grimes, Obi, or or quickly. Can they get to nine? Of course they can. Please. Can the Knicks get to nine? You know what it probably costs? Yeah. Going from eleven to nine costs. Um, it costs the Mavs pick. That's what it is. Fine. Okay. Am I doing that if I'm San Antonio? Why wouldn't you? Give him. Give him. You move down him. two spots. You could probably still get whatever good player you're looking for, unless you're if so think- in love with Duran that you can't get anyone else. I'll you also get a division rivals first round pick. If I think Jalen Duran is real, if I think he's if I think he's a real thing, if I'm the Spurs. I'm not. I'm not giving that up for the Mavs pick next year. But if you can get another asset out of it, why wouldn't you? Because I really to, like Durin. But I'll go to right, you have to really love Durin in order for that to be the case. Yeah, exactly. So the, the, we're we're talking about the same thing. It, it, do the Spurs love Durin? Um, yes. We we don't know. Um, I mean, look. He's it. <laughs> well, the Pistons probably love him. <laughs> I. I... <laughs> Jesus. And if they get Duran, I assume they're not getting Aiden. Uh, yep. I was just about to say yeah. that. Yep. So then, then that's where Miles Bridges steps in. Hello, Miles Bridges. And then where's Aiden going? He going uh, to Indiana? Portland. No, I don't think he's going to Portland. I think that uh, that's right. Nergit, we saw talking to Morang uh, when the Jimmy Grant trade happened. Their target is OG. Um, so Aiden, the suitors can I don't think they're going to get OG, though. Like, because I, 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 their I target that. is. I'm not I saying buy that get they're them, saving OG for Rudy. I buy that. Um, Unless that pick that turned into Sharp goes to Toronto, they're not getting OG. <sighs> oh, just in time. Uh, special guest, when you're ready, wave your hands and then we'll add you to the stream. <laughs> this is so exciting that he's going to be on for this. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna welcome to the stream, Mr. Spencer Perlman, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so hold on, uh, before anything happens, in time. <laughs> before I before I before anything happens and we have to uh, break news on Twitter, what can I introduce you as? What do you do for a living, Spencer? Why don't you tell the folks at home? Now I am the basketball operations and scouting innovations lead at SIS. There you go. Okay. Um, and of course, now we have a downer. This from James Edwards III, who covers the Pistons for The Athletic. The Pistons are keeping Jaden Ivey despite several attempts from rival no! teams to acquire him. The dream is dead. Oh, that was such a tease. I feel like this was all just set up to crush Nick's fans. Let's, 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 put out, let's just keep putting out hope through the 11th pick that they might get him just so that they won't get him. All right. Let me... Let me turn I it around. I trust John Spencer. I, listen, I trust. I trust James Edwards. Spencer, we're at nine. In your mind, right now, what direction should the Knicks be taking? Is there someone that is still on the board that you would have can't pass on them at eleven, or is it a certain point um, as we see? Nope, never mind. Um, where you feel like they could potentially trade down net more and still get their guy? Where are you at? I would probably like if Johnny Davis is on the board at 11, I would probably take him. I like him a lot. Um, sh- should not be stating opinions. He's a good offensive player. He can, can create advantages with his handle is very strong. Uh, and his defense is like really, really good on ball, off ball. 
And second half of the shooting, second half of the year, like the shooting dip, that was after the ankle injury. So I don't really think it's an issue. So I would just take him. I wouldn't trade down unless if you could really just get, you know, another asset or two. But I don't really know how much interest there would be in doing that. I, I'm just trying to figure out. So at this point, we still haven't heard who San Antonio is taking, by the way. Um, and I like the, the we haven't. If, if we're if we're moving on from the Ivy thing momentarily, because it looks like the, the dream is dead. Um, I is San Antonio a destination for Durin, even though they have Pirtle. I know you mentioned them before, Jeremy. Is possibility? Eh, maybe. I guess. Um, man, I, I I wonder if San Antonio anticipated all this happening. Maybe they're maybe they're a Zhang uh, destination. I don't know. So can I do something real quick? Yeah. Uh, Spencer, meet Benji. Benji, meet Spencer. This is the first time they've ever met in life. These What's are up, our, Spencer? Two, our two basketball experts, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, man? There you go. That That's a thing that just happened. Um, <laughs> also, uh, John, this is the most inside joke of inside jokes, but what? Uh, Oz just commented in I our know. Reg- San regular chat um, that... Uh, something about San Antonio, an inside joke that I still don't understand, but you should go listen to the last episode of Final Review if you want to understand uh, what that inside joke might entail. Uh, and then some super chat comments just to get um, poor Robert Cross. My man. <laughs> Leon might not get his man, dude. Uh, so the deal is done. Uh, Leon gets his man. Sorry, Robert Cross. From Frank Miranda. <laughs> Yeah. What's up, fellas? It's Frank from Patreon. Perfect time for Spurs to screw the Knicks for the Marcus Morris fiasco. That is a oh, that's a good call. call. I like great that. callback. Wow. Oh, okay. There's a very Spursy pick. Ooh, Spurs yeah. taking so uh, so hand so so hand. Okay. You what like so hand? Uh, what? I, ju- I just said that in the chat too. It's gonna be mm. so Do you like uh, so hand uh, Spencer? Yeah. Draft heads seem to love him. Yeah, he's a really skilled defender, super, super, super smart defender. And some passing flashes, you just can't really trust him as a shooter yet. Like I like him. A little bit of like a Boris Diaw type player, just without okay. that like let back into the career of Boris Diaw when he wasn't handling as much. But someone who can be on like the short roll with the passing, just a smart defender. Good now they can they can throw Vassell and, and Sohan at you on the wings defensively. That's pretty potent if those guys develop the way they're supposed to. I mean, it's a nice pick for the Spurs. I like it. Um, I like him. He seems like a very Spursy guy. So, yeah. Great first name. <laughs> Jeremy, well done. <laughs> Fantastic first name. Um, all right. Where do we all stand emotionally right now? Disappointed? As expected, uh, didn't get our hopes too high. I, anticipation, anticipation. Well, now, so now that that yet. that that pick was made, the Wizards, barring something shocking, you're going to select Johnny Davis, and um, the Knicks are. I would bet on them trading down, unless they're going to just take Duran and surprise everybody. All right, James Edwards the third. Oh no! I think I I think it's dead. I, I you don't think it's dead. You're officially. Yeah, it's, it's not nice. happening. The Knicks think it's dead, according to what I just heard. Okay. Dern's a good player. And oh wait! Now Edwards. Ret- 
it would take a crazy offer for something to happen. Expect Ivy to be. Oh, dear God, man. (laughs) Do Do we think that this is the Pistons using Edwards to communicate as a way to say, hey, here's the pressure. Do they really need him to do that? They I mean, not necessarily need him, but like putting it out there. He's hearing there. Nothing that is being leaked is an accident. It's not like no, he's of going not. off of his own opinion. So why would he tweet it unless there was a reason for it to be said? We're all like playing the waiting game right now. Well, I think the waiting fun. game is going to be a lot more interesting in a second because I really I'm I, Spencer, you can't offer opinions. Um <laughs> do you do you like the fit or is it does it make sense from a basketball perspective Johnny Davis for the Wizards? Whoa. Uh, your dog your dog's really not. Is the dog allowed to offer opinions? Um okay. He he what has all my knowledge. So Oh, okay. It would be viewed as like an extension of me. So I I don't think so. What was the question though? Uh Johnny Davis with the Wizards, is that a good fit? Yeah. Yeah, I mean for like all the same reasons I like I guess why he'd be fit with the Knicks, just replacing RJ with Brad Beal. And that's in. Well, yeah. Davis going to Davis to the Wizards. So Uh, I I I gotta read the super chat. Super chat from this really my life. I'm 38. (laughs) (laughs) It's two words. It is indeed. It's it's two words. This really and then my life. Um I'm 38, a fan for 25 years. I'm so tired of this damn team. Make a damn move, you scared chickens. I felt all of that. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.